to another sounding board short. I'm Nick Elliott, I'm here in my shorts, I'm here with my brother Andrew. We're back on YouTube again, so please check out our YouTube channel or subscribe on your favourite podcast app. So Andrew, we're here again in our local country park. Beautiful day. It's a lovely day. I'm, hum I'm hoping that our listener will be able to kind of hear the bird song and not get too distracted by it, but it's, it's just fantastic. It's amazing being here. Yeah, it's lovely. So and when we're not breaking the law by sitting down. Before we could have probably only done this whilst being, you know, actually doing some exercise and going for a walk. Because, uh, yeah. yeah, but now the regulations have changed, so uh, it's all good. Upholding the it's law. It's all good. <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> not it, sure it feels all good at the moment, but um, yeah. So you've been having some success with a particular meme that you uh, you produced on Twitter. Yeah. So let, let's just let's just take it back. A little bit. So um, on our last podcast, we were talking about teachers and specifically teaching unions. Yes. And how that, you know, for example, the school that your kids go to, the head teacher is, it appears to be quite willing to follow the government regulations, which aren't quite as draconian as they could be. But he's not able to because the teachers, teachers unions are saying, no, you need to do this. You need to go much further than the regulation and the law. And this is the only way that you're going to get, you know, we'll allow you to open the schools, which means an even reduced number of teachers. And we were saying, oh, yeah, this is typical unions just want to get paid for doing nothing and, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, which was, I, th I think, was a fair point. But after that, I was kind of have, I was thinking a little bit more. And, and it kind of occurred to me that it's not it's not quite that simple. Um, and I think unions might be having like a little bit of a quandary at the moment um, because uh, have I got a dragonfly so, landing yeah, sorry, on the side of my for, head? For our audio listeners, Nick has just had a dragonfly dragonfly land on his head. Is it still there? It's still there. It's still there. Let's carry on. Let's <laughs> carry on. We're professionals. We're doing it live. Um, so I thought there might there might be a little bit of a quandary for them there. So on the one hand, you know, there's there's do we just keep all the teachers at home still getting paid by the state? And, and on the one hand, you think that's amazing. Doing nothing. Doing absolutely nothing, or or not very much anyway. On the other hand. If we do that, we're not going to indoctrinate the next generation of left-wingers, because yeah. as we all, as we all know, communist factories. That you know, most state schools are little little commie factories. So I um uh, I, I kind of made a meme of this. You know the you know the meme where it's there's a guy kind of I think he's like kind of got his hand over his mouth. He's sweating a little bit, and there are two because he doesn't to, know what decision to make. There are two buttons to press, and he's not sure which one to press. And on, on the left-hand side, it was get paid for not teaching and then the right hand button was indoctrinate the next generation of commies yeah um and that gain i, I put that out uh yesterday um and it started gaining a little bit of a track a little bit of traction but then then dick dellingpole and, and and his brother james retweeted it for me oh and okay it's just, and now it's just it's taken just, off it's, it's, it's skyrocketed by by my standards you know i've had like a over a thousand likes and hundreds of retweets yeah um yeah. and i've just spent the, the morning getting kathy newman on this <laughs> On this tweet, because um, I mean, so people, people on the right and people like us on the kind of more liberal libertarian side understand perfectly well. You know, it, it's, yes. it's a meme. It's designed to touch a nerve and to, to, to white amounts. Why I use the word commie in it and not left wing. It's just designed yeah. To, to, yeah, to, to touch a nerve and to, to annoy a certain type of person. Um, left wingers are just they can't for a start. They can't get their head around that it's aimed at unions and not teachers. So yes. everyone is coming back and saying, "Oh, these teachers." Oh, that's it. It's not. It's not the teachers. It's the, read the tweet again. Yeah. This is all. This is all about unions. Um, 
so they're, they're just struggling to, to, to comprehend that really I mean it's, it's done it's done what it was designed to do which is touch a nerve and, and to get people to think um, have you seen did we talk about the five tests that that union has come up with uh, they're, they're not tests no I mean one so one of the five tests is test or test, test, test. testing 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 I think you'll right. find is the name of test number three <laughs> so I, I you know as you know I've got a background in testing and tests need to be in some way measurable yeah you need you need to have acceptance criteria you need to know when they're when they're you know when they're done um none of them they were just they were just vague and oh, woolly measurable woolly i yeah. called them I, I did a tweet saying have you ever seen a set of woollier tests um and uh, you know there was no success criteria it's they're purely subjective uh, and this is coming from this is coming from teachers these are people who are trying to get um trying to get their students supposedly to be able to pass tests, to be able to pass exams. And these are the type of questions that they come up with. Um, I've also seen uh, this morning uh, someone quoting the Cambridgeshire County Council. So we live in Peterborough, which is currently a unitary authority. Cambridge. No, no look, I can't do it if you're sat right on my forehead. It's <laughs> he's, he's talking to the dragonfly now. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get through this. Um, so... Um, Cambridgeshire County Council, who are like our neighbouring council area, um, they're, they're saying that the, the only way we're going to let the schools in our area open is if there is scientific evidence that proves that children will be safe if they do so. Now, it's all gone. Is it, is it me or is it all gone topsy-turvy? Well, so I may, I in may, terms of the burden of proof. That's, that's exactly the tweet I put out, I think, yesterday or the day before. And the, the, the burden of proof is suddenly on, you know, you have, if you want your freedom back, you have to prove that it's 100% safe. Yes, that's the broader, t broader point, isn't it? Is that it's the, it's the curbs on freedom specifically. Um, we were given very, very uh, loose definitions of why the lockdown was necessary. In fact, I seem to remember it was about flattening a curve. It was, and we are, we, we, it clearly has been flattened. We're clearly on the other side of that now. Yep. But this is... Time to move the goalposts. Well, so this is, this is something I wanted to talk to you about as well. Do you remember back in, must have been, was it 2001 with the Iraq War? The second Iraq War. 2001 is later than that, 2002, three, I think, but yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, no, no. December was, the 11th. I was, I was contracting. So September the 11th was 2001, but then it, the LRAC was. I, I, I was contracting, so it must have been. In 2002. 2000, no, I think it's 2003. Okay. I think it was. Uh, Afghanistan first, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so do you remember the goalposts moving all the time with that? Oh, about, def about definitely, get, definitely. You know, Certainly in this country. I mean, the, 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 the US, they kind of went. No, we're going into Flatland. That's, that's just what we're going to do. Uh, but I specifically remember Blair as PM and the constant moving goal well, Yeah, it was you know it was all about the UN resolution. He wouldn't even say he wouldn't even answer the question. What happens if you don't get the UN resolution? After a while, it was well, we never needed the UN resolution. Yeah. No, no, no. We need a second resolution. Then we never needed. Oh, of course, yeah. of course, it was a second <laughs> the resolution. Second then, then we never needed that. Forty-five minutes to launch. Yeah, weapons of mass destruction. At the end, it was well, Saddam Hussein is a bad man. Yeah. And that's it. That, you know, and, and the goalposts yeah. were moving all the time. This reminds me of that, in that first it's all about flattening the curve. We need to not overwhelm the NHS. Yeah. We've clearly got to the other side of the curve now. In yeah. fact, we, the Nightingale hospitals weren't needed. No, no, not at all. You know, how, many, how, much more, how much more spare capacity do we need before we acknowledge Ventilators. That? Do you remember when that was a problem? Well, it's... It turns out they weren't. Well, it, it, worse. It turns out the ventilators are actually making people worse. Exactly. Um, exactly. Um, but of course, if you uh, if you turn all of your patients over, make them prone, 
we, we talked about this in the previous previous edition um, and that uh, gives them more of a chance of, of living uh, than for the poor poor nurses on those wards they just have these faceless patients I'm not joking I'm not joking that's what I've heard um, medical staff in the NHS whinge about because they're tired okay our heroes they're getting a bit tired now not ignoring the fact that this is their job and that they chose to do this faceless patients because it's all about you isn't it so hang on so they, they, they don't want to walk around a ward and see patients on their front so you can't see their faces even though that's better for them medically so it's better for them to see them choking and, and to death yes than them to be face down living and surviving and getting through COVID-19 that's unbelievable that's I didn't I didn't realize that. I mean I've heard some stupid things in <laughs> you know over the past few weeks but that's that's um, unbelievable a colleague of mine uh, uh said a, a friend of theirs uh lives next door to a doctor <laughs> every Thursday at eight o'clock he's going outside he says stop it stop it stop clapping we're doing less work than normal the hospitals are in please please stop clapping <laughs> I was like, we need a video of this guy. We need a video of this guy because that is the truth. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, just going, just kind of rewinding uh, a little bit. Um, can we just go back to the, the, the meme or just yes. memes in general? So yep. one thing that, that, I mean, it's been said a lot before, that the left can't meme. Yes, that's, um, a, that's a meme in and of itself, isn't it? It is, it is. But this, I, this particular meme, and I've, I've not been on Twitter or social media anywhere near as long as, as you have, but this one's been around for ages. This, this pressing the two buttons years. thing and being really distressed about not knowing which decision to take because they're both things that you want but seemingly are opposite. And it's that concept that the left don't seem to get. Well, in they, this type of meme, yeah, they just they just don't seem to they just don't seem to be able to to, to meme themselves, and and they're so obviously they are deliberately trying to misunderstand what I'm saying, or deliberately getting confused. Do you think it's deliberate? Um, well, that's, that's what I'm not sure, and it's it's not like I could I could understand because they they're highly critical of what libertarians and, and, and what right wingers say. Yeah. Um, but it's not like they're just doing it. so. So right wingers will be, for example, will be critical of the left. But they'll play the left at their own game well. Yes. Um, the left aren't doing this. They're not being highly critical. No, they just and, shout and, and, evil. And, and also producing their own funny memes as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, just seemed, it just seems that they, they just don't get it at all. And I'm not sure, I'm not sure why. I mean, they, 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 tend to be, they tend to be overly verbose, which isn't good in a meme. Um, I mean, that's, that's certainly true. They, they will use 50 words where, where one will do. Um, but... That, I mean, would you say the left are good at communication at all? Would you say there's just a general lack of that? Because the, there the, are those that are good at communicating. There are those that, that have distilled the message very simply and just, and just get it out there. And I think actually that the, 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 the right and, uh, and liberals and libertarians are, I don't know, it's, it's not just airtime. They're, they're often not very good. They're often very apologetic for their I mean, views. There, there, are, there are things that the left are good at, which is framing stuff. Um, some 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 of the left are good at simpli simplifying stuff, but the majority are, uh, I would say, overly overly verbose. But, the, but because they frame stuff in such a way, yeah. In that if you're if you're a compassionate person, you need to be on our side, etc., etc. The the hard job is done, so they don't really need to communicate well because because people just generally think, well, I'm a I'm a kind, caring person, therefore yes. I must be on the left. And do you think so? The job's done before they even really need to start communicating. 
do you think as well social media and twitter in particular and ignore the fact that it's very very easy to um, create an outrage mob um, and and to block and you know, all of all of that stuff the fact that it's only a certain number of characters uh, and so actually even if you do create a thread or tweet more than once you're still quite limited. It's not like writing an essay. It's not like doing a long-form podcast like we're doing now to do to discuss an issue. Um, to, to get an argument across, it needs to be short. And, and so it suits the left far more because to just say, I'm nice, therefore this needs to be done, is far more simple, simpler than, than having to, for example, point out something uh, that um, uh, is counterintuitive. Something that's counterintuitive needs some explanation. It needs some thought, and and they play, I think, the left on on their simplicity, saying, "Well, if it's that complicated, then it can't be right." <laughs> Do you agree with that? Yeah, for sure, um, absolutely. And, it, and it's it's often their you know their, their kind of profound solutions are well just leave it to the state the government will do this and you can say it in half a dozen words you know you need to you need to be compassionate you need to leave you know we need to take yeah. we need to take profit out of x you know so it's so so they're very good at that kind of thing kind of framing it in such a way yeah um but they don't you know there's no like you say on twitter there's no room to kind of to, to walk through no and so what you're doing on this. and what you're doing with replying to comments and things is is an attempt at engagement um but but it's it's not enough. In fact, it's it's definitely enough when when you do two or three comments and then you just get blocked anyway because you've you found the flaw in their argument. Yeah, I've, I've been I've been blocked all morning um, by by people just refusing to to believe that to engage it was, that it, that it, well, it, they're just refusing to acknowledge that it was about unions and not teachers. Now, if they want to have an argument about teachers, I'm here for them. <laughs> but that's not what this particular meme was about. This was bunch of part timers. This was <laughs> this was specifically about about teaching unions and how that there are many teachers who are perfectly willing and would, would love to go back to school and teach their kids that is not allowed because of the unions. So I've heard, uh, and I'm sure you have as well, that the teaching unions have been encouraging their members not to send any teaching materials to parents. Have you, have you I haven't heard this? that. I mean, obviously they've been encouraging all sorts of things, um, like you know, saying that legally they're covered if they say they don't want to go back to work because it's not safe. Um, no, I've seen that they have been, um, been saying to their members not to send materials home. And I've been trying my hardest to get around whatever twisted logic they may have for that. And the, the simplest thing I can think of is that they want, they want you to need teachers. And so if it's just cut off completely, then you'll see that you need them to be in school and that you, there's no possible way for you to teach them yourselves. Uh, and uh, well, and you we're the only ones that can set the work. We're the only ones who can actually teach your children. What? I, I don't believe that, but I, that's the... That's the best example, best reason I can give for it, trying to put myself in their position. Can you think of any other reason why you'd say, don't send any work? No, I think, I think that's bang on. And have you seen some of the articles warning against homeschooling because they're starting to get worried now? No. Yeah, they've been, particularly in America, where, where parents are saying, you know what, you don't... You it don't, is more of a thing in America. You don't want to teach my kids? I'll teach my kids. Yeah. And there are warnings, uh, and there are kind of now blog posts and articles about how homeschooling is bad, and, and you know, we, we need to get our schools open, but we're not going to give you any work. And yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. So this is something I'm going to ask you. I'm just going to flip, okay. this, flip this back around from, from kind of being aimed at the left and to, to aimed, at, aimed at us. So on the basis now that schools are often little Marxist factories, yes. the fact that kids aren't going to school, good or a bad thing? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, um, right. That this. And I, there, I, there is I, no. I, I think it's more complicated than that. Oh, um, absolutely. I but it's not all bad. I can't. Absolutely not. I cannot give a, a categoric yes or no on that because it does base. Uh, it is based on situation. But I can largely put put them into into some broad, fairly broad categories. Maybe even just two categories, because there are those where school is. And I can talk about the reasons why as well. School is their lifeline. School for these kids is where they get educated. It's where they see their friends. And it's where, they, where they, they get they learn to trade with each other and they learn to cooperate. It's where and... they learn interaction. It's where they learn their social skills. And I'm saying that, saying that they don't get those things at home, much as I would like for them to do that. And I think part of the reason for them not um, getting that at home is because there is a feeling. By a, with a lot of people, a sizable chunk of the of the population, certainly of this country, that say, "Well, no, you learn at school. I'm not. Gonna, I don't. I'm not teach you because the teachers will teach you. That's the, that's for the school. So I'm not possibly going to tell. I mean, it, it ends when I pick you up from school. Um, I have always been of the view that you'll go to school as well, and I'm the one that's going to teach you. You're going to learn some important stuff at school, uh, but I'm going to make sure." that you learn more out of school. I'm going to make sure I'm there to undo any of the stuff that, that I don't like. Um, so there is, there, is a, there is a group of kids, the vulnerable, the, the ones that are obviously you know, you know, abusive households, things like this, where school is a good thing. On, on balance, on the whole, school is a positive. Um, but there are plenty of people I know who are embracing this time with their kids and, um, and teaching them and spending time with them. And... I mean, just to use our, our personal example, um, I, I, I work full-time, uh, my wife, you know, works part-time, and we've had to rejig hours and stuff like that um, so that we can have the kids at home for the whole time. Uh, but basically, my wife has been doing the, whole, the homeschooling, <laughs> even though, again, very early on, the, the school was very adamant to say, this isn't homeschooling. <laughs> they wanted it defined that you're not homeschooling, and we don't, actually, they wrote it very well, so we're not expecting you to be teachers. It, it, it was a well-worded bit of communication. Don't put yourself under too much pressure, guys, was what they were saying, which I think, which I think was fair. We're now, what, week eight we're starting now? Or, in fact, that's week eight, the lockdown to the school shut the week before? I can't remember, but anyway, we're two months in. And those who have been teaching their children have got used to it and have started to find new ways of engaging with them. I'm sure there are others, absolutely sure there are others, that are thoroughly bored by it, that are at the end of their tether, that they're not enjoying this at all, that they're not finding it fun, that they're trying to work at the same time and being on a Zoom call and they can't do it. But there's definitely a group of people that are able to do it, that enjoy doing it, and are now going, I can't imagine this going back the other way. Well, so this is, this is what I'm hoping in the, if the, if the lockdown carries on, and in, even if the lockdown is relaxed, if, if they kind of keep schools closed, and there's going to be at least a proportion of people who are going to enjoy homeschooling. And there are obviously things like interactions. Um, yes, that the and the lockdown, are. stopping them from being this able is, to see their friends. But this is the lockdown, is this is, and this is not schools closing. Yes. So I'm hoping that in time there'll be a group of people who will continue to homeschool. But then they'll meet up at lunchtimes and, and in the afternoons and, and, and have kind of, you know, do, do outdoor like, activities. Like where we are here, you know, they can yep. have a lesson in a, in, a, in a field, in a country park. You know, 15 or, th or 20 kids with their mums and dads all helping. Um, wouldn't that be well, amazing? I, I, jo and, I, and joked with you. I joked with you after, I think, our last um, recording 
because I've been like struggling with this concept of whether to send the kids back. Absolutely categorically not because of fear of the virus, um, but because of a, a genuine concern about the environment that they'd be going back into and it being damaging to their mental well-beings. Uh, and uh, I think I said to you, I, I just think I want to just call up a load of parents and just say, right, send 15 kids over and I'll do it in my garden. Uh, and obviously that thought has been festering. I mean, we talk about things like this um, and we talk about the, the summer holidays. Very early on, I remember thinking to myself, if this is that game changing, then the summer holiday won't be the summer holiday. And if we are closing the schools for a period of time, then we should just be kind of exchanging some of that time for the, well, for the summer that's, holiday. That's another thing I've tweeted. That have if, three if, weeks, have something like that at the end. That, that's another thing I tweeted in that I haven't seen a single suggestion from teachers or teachers unions that, okay, we're shutting schools now, but education is important. Let's have the summer, summer holidays earlier. No. And, then, and then our six or seven weeks that we get off, uh, we'll, we'll teach them about that. Summer holidays are only there because of the agrarian calendar anyway, aren't they? I mean, it's the, the, the summer holiday, the holiday layout in general of the, on the school year is, is, is abysmal. It should be, should be torn up and started again. I'm not saying that kids don't need breaks. They absolutely do. And you can tell when they get to a certain point, they need a break. Um, but they should be equalising these holidays. Um, there's no need for one massive, massive chunk over over the summer. But no, no one, no one has suggested. You know what? We've had lots of time off now. Let's 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 stop teaching for a while. Let, let's yep. tell. Let's give parents a break. Yep. And so you're going to have your summer holiday early. Yep. And then come June, we'll we'll work on through, and we'll have like you say, two or three weeks. You will have like an extra yep. like Easter holiday. No, nope. because their the, their summer holiday is really, really quite high up their list of priorities. So maybe it's not all about the children. That's what I wanted to say to you. Is there, when you're talking about memes before, is there a meme, how do we create it, that plays on won't somebody think of the children? Because I, I joke about using the won't somebody think of the children argument, and it's not always about children. I use it to mean anyone you can think of that might need just to be vulnerable. Yeah, exactly. Just a classic infantilization of people. And now it is about the children. Well, so I'm wondering if we can create one where someone, someone, some teacher puts his hand up and says, why don't we move the summer holidays earlier? And then someone else says, will people stop thinking of the children? Maybe, right, turn it on his maybe, head. Maybe, maybe will that people would work. St- Well, and, and my alternative was, won't somebody think of the teachers? And so I, there's something there, isn't there? Yeah. Which just highlights just how ridiculous this is. Should we wind it up there? Yes, I think so. Thank you for watching and listening to Sounding Board. Now you can go to soundingboard.com. Uh, any any podcast app, we're, I think we're basically on them all now. Yep. We're now back on YouTube again, so thanks for bearing with us. And we will see you again next time. Bye.